Welcome to the Overflow Taps Craft Beer Experience. Hey everyone, welcome to episode two of the Overflow Taps Craft Beer Experience. I'm here with my good friend and business partner, Adam Stacy. Hey guys. And we've got a special guest with us today from Fremont Brewing, Adrian Duckett. Morning, fellas. So before we get started on uh, this awesome beer we're going to taste today, you guys have known each other for quite some time, yeah? Yeah, yeah, we have. Yeah, I think uh, I think it was Elizabeth Station. Yep. Was yeah, the... I met met Adrian at Elizabeth Station first as a customer. I was in there all the time. Adrian yeah. was pour, <laughs> pouring me beers, and then uh, I followed you over to Wander, I guess, from there. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, that was uh, I think before you guys had really started talking about the the first location it was it was location and then uh yeah and then i just got really excited about all your progress from there it's cool it's cool cool to see yeah it's fun to to kind of get to work with you on this side of the the business this time right yeah (laughs) instead of just drinking the beer yeah (laughs) that's fun too but well yeah so you're at fremont now so you want to kind of tell us just a little bit about what you do there and yeah uh so i got hired on about a year and a half ago um they were looking for a, a sales rep position uh, for pretty much everywhere north of King County. Um, so my day to day changes quite a bit, but um, I do a little bit of a little bit of everything. So meeting with accounts and maintaining relationships. So kind of working hand in hand with uh, people like you guys, and then uh, also doing stuff like distributor relations. Kind of looking at like bird's eye view, like how our numbers are looking for my territory and how we can influence that and all that type of stuff very cool yeah so you uh you brought us beer to, to try today you want to touch on that yeah yeah let's let's talk about the beer a little bit so um this beer is pretty unique uh and it's definitely one of um it's it's definitely one of my personal favorites i think it's as far as the whole brewery goes uh, everybody always gets really excited every year when this beer comes out so we first opened back in 2009, I believe. And from the get-go, Fremont was very interested in pursuing sustainable ingredients and practices yeah. and all that sort of stuff. So this was kind of like the, the shining beacon of all that. So the, there's a, a series of different families over in Yakima that own all the different hop farms. Um, and the carpenters are one of those families. And then uh, Ron Britt was working, or still works, as a consultant for all those different hop-growing families. And he owns land at the mouth of Koichi Canyon, uh, which is just outside Yakima. And so he's kind of a, a specialist as far as uh, growing hops. He's, he's a hop nerd. Uh, That's right. Really cool, yeah, really cool <laughs> yeah. guy to talk to. Uh, wealth of knowledge. Um, I've only chatted with him briefly, but he really knows his stuff. And so he was really interested in, uh, he was kind of, Ron Britt was kind of the catalyst for this whole project and uh, he wanted to try and grow organic hops without any you know conventional pesticides or fertilizers or uh, any of that sort of stuff uh, on this piece of property that he has in Koichi Canyon and so the carpenters uh, Brad Carpenter sold him the seeds um, but they needed a buyer for the hops so that's kind of how the whole thing started they actually approached us, approached Fremont, and I think the first batch of this beer was released in 2010. 
uh, and we've been doing very it cool. every yeah. fall. Yeah, every fall since then. So it's something we can expect every fall. Yeah, exactly. That's what I yeah. like to hear. So every time uh, you know we get around to the, the fresh hop season, the hop harvest, you can look forward to Kuichi Canyon uh, being released. Uh, there are, I think there might be a, a handful of kind of experimental varieties. I'd have to talk to our brewer or our uh, head of brewing operations about that. But I do know that for the most part, um, the varieties that we use are uh, Mosaic, Equinaut, uh, which are both in this beer. And then, uh, I'm trying to remember, Citra and Simcoe. Okay. So Citra Simcoe are the two that we use in like the, the primary batch of this beer, the one that we can, the one that we produce the most of. Uh, and then this one you're tasting is kind of the more limited batch. Uh, draft only, most of it we pretty much just kept at the brewery, except Very for cool. doing a couple events like the one that we did with you guys the other night. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. So, so the hops can change year to year is what you're saying or is it always always the same no they're pretty much always the same and i don't know <laughs> i don't know if, enough about the science behind that but but yeah the the crops that they have they stay the same cool so citra and uh, simcoe being the largest and then um we'll we usually end up with a smaller year yield of uh mosaic and equinot very cool yeah yeah that's um, awesome. so a couple other cool <laughs> things about this beer i want to touch on real quick it's actually, it was the first salmon safe beer in Washington. Um, and in order for that to happen, to get that certification, there's a program uh, that goes to, they went to Koichi Canyon, they went to the actual farm, and they uh, go through and test the soil and do all sorts of stuff to check to see if there's any sort of dangerous runoff that might end huh. up in, you know. Yeah, and I didn't the, know about this. This is awesome. Yeah. I didn't even know about that either, um, which I probably should. Um, now you do. Yeah, now I do. So yeah, that's another really cool thing about it. And the only reason why, I, I have had people ask me why it's not USDA certified. And the only reason for that is because uh, the carpenters also do traditionally grown hops, or conventionally grown, I should say. And they process the Kuichi hops in that same facility. Okay. So in order for it to be USDA certified, it would have to only be produced, or basically handled in an entirely organic uh -huh. facility. So, but the beer is 100% organic. Oh, that's rad. That's yeah. killer. I didn't know about that. Yeah. So yeah, it's a, it's a pretty cool project for us. Um, we've worked really closely hand in hand with Ron Britt and with the Carpenters. And every year they even host us for a barbecue. Like the whole company goes out there if they can. I didn't get to go this year, which was a bummer. But last year I went and it was amazing to see all that stuff. Uh, one of the other cool things I learned about while I was there, there was a, uh, a local woman there that uh, works for the Kuichi Conservancy. Hmm. So a portion of the proceeds all get donated towards that. Um, so it's, I think I might have told you guys this the other day, it's actually like a butterfly sanctuary. Yeah, which, which is, is killer. Pretty, oh, wow. pretty unique, yeah. yeah. You don't really hear <laughs> no. a lot about that sort of stuff as far as years go. Yeah, we're not um, doing 25 cents a pint to a butterfly nursery. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. What have we got? What's next? That's What's cool next? Thing about, that's cool thing about why you why you chose? Uh, why we chose this this one here? Um, yeah, we had an event uh, with Fremont last week with you in in our Linden location, yeah. and we've got all your beers on, which were awesome. And you start talking about this story behind this specific beer. 
uh, and you start talking about the small farm and maybe the size of the farm and um, and kind of what you what you've touched on today and then Adam and I kind of looked at each other and said oh man we've got this new podcast going on this is something that we would probably never would have thought about before uh, as far as telling the story goes but now that we have a podcast going on it might be might be wise to bring in here cool to bring in here and talk about this beer so yeah and um, I appreciate you guys uh, hosting me here this was a, a cool opportunity for us to, to talk about this because a lot of times you know it's easy to get lost in the shuffle. Yeah, man. Like there, there are a lot of breweries out there now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, there are plenty of other breweries that do cool programs and that sort of stuff. But we, I think we kind of, we're unique. Like we kind of stand apart uh, from everyone else when you look at how dedicated we are to sustainability and, you know, cool. making sure that we're doing everything we can to cool. help. That's great. Yeah, yeah. to like kind of limit our, our footprint and to make sure that we're producing also like the safest, like best, highest quality beer we can. Yeah, one of the yeah. coolest things that from last week was that, so as you know, we donate 25 cents a pint to charity to um, help solve the global water crisis. And you guys matched on all of your beers sold that day. Yeah, um, and that was a great success. Uh, I think that that was yet another example of how Fremont is trying to help out in the local community. Um, we do have like a series of programs that, you know, we're always trying to, support our local communities and uh and then also you know i think that the the program that you guys do really just fits our values as far as um, cool. the all of the steps you guys have taken towards trying to get people clean water i think it's really admirable and uh it's something that we're happy to be a part of i love it i love it well heck i can cheers to that that's awesome yeah, I'll cheers to that. yeah absolutely <laughs> I'll do another one. well yeah while we're uh yeah trying some of this beer what do you guys what do you guys taste? What do you what do you smell on this beer? Would you hand me that uh, that growler there? I'm gonna pour a little bit <laughs> in my glass. <laughs> uh, so I always get. So this is um, this is all mosaic and equinot. Uh, the hop used to be called Equinox, but then they had to change the name for some okay. copyright reason. <laughs> yeah, I definitely can pick pick out that mosaic, that yeah. kind of citrusy. Yeah, the thing that I like about mosaic is that the, uh, and part of the reason why they call it mosaic is because the the aromas and flavors that you can get are so varied, and it all depends on the crop, it depends on when it was used in the process and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, I definitely get like, just a little bit of like melon. The mosaic hop is definitely my favorite, and it's, it's, it's interesting because this beer to me, I just, it just tastes and smells hoppy. Doesn't mm-hmm. I'm not saying it tastes bitter, right? It just smells and yeah. tastes hoppy. You get that, that fresh. Yeah, fresh I mean, <clears throat> that's one of the nice different. things. Yeah, sorry. That's I was just gonna say that's one of the nice things about. Uh, I was filling up. Oh yeah, yeah, filling yeah. up. <laughs> get some of that. <clears throat> um, that's one of the fun things about fresh hop beers is that you know you end up getting all this flavor and aroma, but without you know a ton of extra bitterness, which is kind of one of my they're they're one of my favorite styles to drink. Um, I don't drink a ton of IPAs, like, you know, day by day. Yeah, yeah. Um, I tend to drink more pails and lagers and that sort of stuff. Um, so but, is, this, is this technically an IPA? Uh, I guess technically you could say that it is. Um, I would say that fresh hot beers are kind of in their own category. Mm-hmm. And when you go to, like, uh, I don't know, I mean, like the BJCP guidelines, like the, the guidelines that they use for judging beers, there's, I think, a whole separate category for fresh hop. And uh, this beer has actually won, uh, there's, you know, every year they have the big 
Fresh Hop Festival out in Yakima. Yeah. And I think this is one, I don't know how many years they've been putting that festival on, but I think this is one uh, medal five times. Wow. So it's yeah. gotten first, second, or third five times. I think it's gotten first twice. So yeah, another kind of cool thing to be proud of. But no, I definitely get like a lot of uh, a lot of fruit, a lot of mm-hmm. citrus, like you were saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this version of the Kuichi Canyon is the the hazy Kuichi Canyon. What yeah. do you know? What in the process is done differently? Yeah. So uh, I tried to track down Matt Lincoln, uh, who is our <laughs> uh, head guy when it comes to beer and brewing, and uh, he was too busy, <laughs> which is not surprising. Yeah. Um, he's a busy dude. He's got more important things <laughs> to play. Uh, but generally speaking, uh, I, I would say for this beer, you will notice like there's a slight haze to it, um, and that can be accomplished in a couple different ways. You can use different yeast strains that are kind of lower flocculating. Um, flocculation is the process where yeast, it sounds kind of gross, but dies <laughs> and kind of settles to the bottom uh, of, the, of the tank. And some yeast strains do that more than others. And then the other stuff that you can change is if you add uh, certain types of grain, so oats tend to be yeah. pretty popular for hazy styles. But this one, I would say, you know, it's definitely, it's got like just a pleasant haze to it. Yeah. It's not like totally opaque. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It still kind of has that golden hue. But yeah, so I'm guessing we, we probably used one of our uh, hazy IPA strings that we've been using on some of our experimental beers. I like it. I, I'm starting to get the melon in it now. It's kind of mm-hmm. waiting for it, but now it's starting to kick in. Yeah, it's kind of funny. It's like when someone suggests yeah. something, and that's all yeah. you notice. That's why, we try not, that's why I didn't look at any notes first, because I just want, I didn't want to be influenced. But now I'm like really trying to taste this beer, and mm-hmm. I can definitely get melon in there. Oh, yeah. I think it's safe to say our evaluation of this beer is... Solid. <laughs> yeah, it is solid. This is yeah, a yeah. We're not biased or anything. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. Not biased yeah. at all. Um, yeah, no, this is, uh, this is one of the, the styles that we really excel at. Like, pales, IPAs in general. Um, you know, we've been exploring a lot with the different hazy style. Uh, mostly double IPAs, I would say. But then also doing fresh hop beers, uh, using experimental hops. Doing all that kind of stuff is one of the things that Fremont really kind of excels at. Didn't your owner, did your owner, like, did he work on his pail for, like, eight years or something? I heard some crazy story. Uh, Yeah, probably. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Could have been even longer. Uh, So Matt Lincecum, he and his wife, Sarah Nelson, uh, they co-founded the brewery and they co-own it. But Matt was a very dedicated home brewer for a really long time. Ah. And the Universal Pale, uh, which is kind of our flagship beer, it's the beer that I think we've been, it's the first beer that we made as, like, a commercial brewery. But that came from like one of his homebrew recipes, and cool. and then sort of evolved. Yeah, um, we ended up buying. I think it was, it's from a brewery that isn't around anymore. I think they're from Montana. I want to say something like Red Lodge or Red something. But we we bought our original 15 barrel system from them, and then two 30 barrel fermenters, I believe, from Georgetown. Okay, uh, that's way cool. Back in the day, yeah, when we first started, and uh, and then yeah, Universal Pale, I think was the really the beer that kind of made Fremont happen wow yeah wow so yeah he's been we've been working on it (laughs) over time time. (laughs) yeah very neat well um well I hope uh I hope you guys learned uh, a little bit about Fremont and Adrian here and this this awesome beer Adrian want to thank you for coming out and representing the brewery and hanging out with us today yeah thank you guys for having me uh it's definitely I was excited as soon as you (laughs) 
as soon as you told me you were thinking about doing this, uh, I'm definitely kind of a podcast nerd, so I... Uh, so you'll listen to this? Oh, I totally will, and probably cringe at the sound of my own voice, uh, saying uh, every 10 yeah, seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say cool a lot, we found out the first time around. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was a great experience, and I appreciate you guys having me. Cool. Well, uh, let's raise our glasses. Cheers to Fremont, uh, craft beer, and clean water. Cheers. Right, cheers. cheers. Hey everyone, thank you for listening to the podcast. We really do appreciate it. Uh, Adam and I own a social good tap house that donates 25 cents a pint to Charity Water, an organization that builds wells in developing countries for people in need of clean drinking water. Um, and so the podcast is just kind of our way to connect with people in, in other creative ways. And so if you, if you found some value in this at all, please do subscribe, uh, give us a rating and write us a small review. Uh, thanks again. Cheers.